Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode number 76, and we're going to jump right in today. We're starting with a little story, and I'm kind of oh, I'm kind of nervous about sharing the story because I don't want to offend anyone, so I've, I've got to keep it really vague in a way, but uh, I think we'll still be able to get the point from it. So recently, I was talking with a family member, with someone that I love to death, and I like to think they love me also. And they brought up a recent news story, uh, a very politically charged topic, a very politically charged news story. And they were sharing it with me and kind of sharing some of their thoughts, which were pretty one-sided. And that's okay. I still love them. And when all was said and done, after 10 or 15 minutes of me listening and them talking and sharing, I said, yeah, you know, it's, man, it's tough. I said, you know, there's just always two sides to every story. And I barely got that out of my mouth. And they jumped and they said, there's not two sides to every story. There's not two sides to this. One side is evil and one side's good. That's bull crap. And I was taken aback. I mean, like this is not how this person and I normally communicate with each other. Now, I still love them to death. And we went on to have a great day the rest of the day. But it was very obvious. They were firmly entrenched on the way they felt when it came to this particular topic. And I didn't even necessarily agree with a different version of what they were saying. I was just making the point that there's always two sides to everything. Unfortunately, the story that I just shared with you and politics and the current division that we're experiencing in America is a perfect example of the exact thing that's holding you back from losing weight. You may be thinking, Corey, Politics has nothing to do with me losing weight, and that story has nothing to do with me losing weight, but I promise you, it has everything to do with it. Hang with me, okay? Here we go. Your inability to see something differently, better yet, your refusal to take a different perspective, your refusal to think about things in a new or different way is holding you back more than you could ever imagine. As long as your mind is made up, then it's closed. And when it's closed, you can't see things differently or entertain new ideas or new perspectives. You have firmly entrenched your beliefs deep in your brain. And then here's the scary part. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You will become what you believe. Let me say that again. Write it down. That needs to be your new belief that you understand and embrace. You will become what you believe. Your world, your body, your experience will be what you've always believed. Your brain will make 100% sure of it. I've talked about this before in depth in episodes number 44, 45, and 46. But here's a super quick version. Thanks to a part of your brain called the reticular activating system and then two concepts, two uh, psychology concepts called cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias, because of those, whatever we believe about ourselves and the world will come true and be proven true. 
Our brain makes sure of it. Your brain will filter out anything and everything that contradicts what you believe. Let me say it again. <laughs> your brain will filter out the stuff that contradicts what you believe. So with the person I was talking to earlier, when I began to, to you know, offer a different perspective, their brain instantly shut it down. No, there is no other perspective. There's only what I believe, and that's true, and that's right, because it's what I believe. Your brain will filter out everything that contradicts what you believe, and it will search for anything and everything that supports what you believe. It's kind of like a Facebook algorithm. Whatever Facebook figures out that you like based off of what you click on, it will just give you more of that. <laughs> That's exactly the way your brain works. The reticular activating system and confirmation bias. That's exactly the way it works. It's like your brain has its own algorithm and it figures out what you like and what you believe and, and what makes you feel good. And then it just reinforces that. It just drives it in deeper. It will search for anything and everything that supports what you believe. As James Wedmore likes to say, your brain doesn't align your beliefs to fit your life. Your brain aligns your life to fit your beliefs. In other words, it doesn't matter what you hear or see that contradicts what you believe. Your brain will instantly discredit that and find something else that supports what you believe. So the question is, how do you know what you believe when it comes to losing weight? Simple. It's what you think the most. And what you say the most, the thoughts that are most often in your head and the words that are most often coming out of your mouth, those will tell you pretty quickly and pretty accurately what beliefs are deep inside your brain. And that trio that I talked about earlier, the, the RAS, the reticular activating, <laughs> oh, let me try that again. The reticular activating system, cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias, that trio will make sure you're always right. Doesn't it feel good? You're always right until you intentionally deactivate it, until you turn it off, so to speak, and consciously think different thoughts. You have different conversations and you purposefully question your current beliefs and your usual train of thought. And here's a really important but really, really tough part. And you allow the possibility that something else might be true. What? What? Corey, something else can't be true. This is what I've always believed. Look, I know. Look, and you may be thinking, okay, great, Corey. This, this sounds like a psychology lesson. I, I thought I was listening to a weight loss podcast. How does this help me with weight loss? Whether you realize it or not, it has everything to do with weight loss. It has everything to do with everything in your life, really, but especially weight loss. See, you have beliefs which are just chronically recurring thoughts that drive your behavior, that determine everything. You have beliefs about yourself, your body, what it takes to lose weight, the process of losing weight. You have beliefs about exercise and food and all kinds of stuff. You have beliefs related to all of these things popping around in your head nonstop. And as I said earlier, your brain will make sure that your life matches your beliefs. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to list a bunch of different beliefs that you might have about weight loss. This way, you can hopefully begin to see how they are impacting you and your life and your attempts to lose weight. I think you'll identify with some of these as I read them off. And then we'll revisit the simple but not so easy way to begin changing these beliefs, okay? So I'm going to read off these beliefs, and then I'm going to, we're going to start taking some, 
then we're going to take the axe to them like we're chopping down a tree, okay? We're going to start taking some wax at them and trying to, trying to chop them down. So here we go. Some really common weight loss, weight loss beliefs that I see and that you probably have in your head. Losing weight is hard. Man, to lose weight, I have to eat perfect. I can't mess up at all. I have no discipline. God, man, I just have no self-control. Oh, I hate working out, man. If I'm honest, I don't like to sweat. I hate working out. It's no fun. I don't like any of the healthy foods. Man, why can't I just lose weight eating whatever, donuts or dessert or bread all the time? I don't like any of the healthy foods. I have no energy. I hate water. (laughs) Why do I have to drink water? I hate water. Oh, I don't like vegetables. I can't eat like that, whatever that is. I can't eat like that. Man, I can't eat like that forever. You know, even if I'm doing good right now, I always screw up. I'm just an emotional eater. I just eat when I'm stressed. Life is just too busy. I don't have time. I don't have time to do the things I need to do. You know, I I really need a certain workout or a special workout for my body or my body type. Oh my gosh, I, I only lose weight when I go zero carb. Keto is the only thing that works for me. Nothing works for me. (laughs) Keto didn't even work for me. Nothing works for me. You know, my hormones are so screwed up, I can't lose weight. It's basically impossible. I've tried everything. Man, nobody supports me when I'm on a diet. God, I feel like everybody just is constantly taunting me with all the food they're eating. Nobody supports me. I've been overweight my whole life. My entire family's overweight. I'll just always be overweight. I might as well go ahead and accept that fact can't do what I need to do to lose weight because of my bad back or my bad knees or my arthritis or whatever. You fill in the blank. Huh. Does anyone feel depressed? <laughs> I do. Man, that's no fun, is it? Those are the thoughts. Those are the recurring thoughts, chronically recurring thoughts that are probably bouncing around in your head. Maybe not all of them, but some of them. And they are debilitating. They cripple you when it comes to losing weight. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Corey, I don't choose what I believe. I believe something because it's true. The only reason I say nobody supports me when I'm on a diet is because no one does support me. It's true. Or when I say I don't have any energy or I just don't have any time, I say it because it's true. I don't have energy. I'm run ragged. I'm stressed. I don't have time. I hear you. Look, I hear you. I feel you. I do. But... When you immediately jump to that argument, it's 100% proof that your brain is doing exactly what I mentioned earlier. It's immediately shutting off any argument against what you say and what you see as reality. It's immediately shutting off any argument that contradicts. It's just like the story I told earlier. when I, All I said was, you know, well, there's two sides to every story. No, there's not two sides to every story. That's what your brain just did right there. Say, well, I believe this because it's true. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. But your brain says, no, there's only this, whatever your belief is, there's only this, and this is what you've always believed, and this is right, and I'll show you all the reasons why, and I'll be sure that you ignore all the other stuff, all the other reasons that contradict what you think. It's doing everything possible to support and reinforce your belief. And right here, is where you have a choice. Let your brain run on autopilot and keep reinforcing your beliefs. And spoiler alert, 
If you do this, your life and your body will not change. You'll keep believing what you've always believed, keep saying the stuff you've all, you always say, keep doing what you've always done, and keep getting what you've always gotten. You'll stay exactly like you've always been. And if you're happy with that, great. If you don't want to lose weight or improve your health, wonderful. Then just carry on. There's no need to challenge your beliefs, no need to do any of this. You can, you can stop this episode right now. But if you're not happy with that, and you do want to lose weight and improve your health, then you must turn that automatic part of your brain off and debate with yourself. You must stop trying to defend and reinforce what you've always thought or believed and begin questioning it. And warning, at first, this is going to feel incredibly uncomfortable. It's almost, it's almost like you'll, you'll feel like you're betraying yourself. But in time... Your brain will chill out. It'll finally go, okay, wait a minute. They want to do this. And your brain will, will relax. And you'll begin to see more and more ways that your long-held belief just might not be true. It isn't necessarily true. Now, to prove my point, I'm going to take a few of the beliefs that I mentioned earlier, and we're going to kind of crack their foundation, like I talked about. Like if it were a tree, we're going to start, we're going to take the ax to the base. We're going to start chopping at them, Okay. We're going to ask some different questions. And this, my friends, is so much fun. It's the kind of stuff that we do inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group. And I love it. It is so liberating. It's so much fun. It's so freeing. And it allows you to progress and move forward and see the invisible thing <laughs> that's always been holding you back. So let's do it. But first, like I said, a forewarning. As I'm going through the beliefs and presenting a different side, you have a job to do yourself. You must actively open your mind to hear what I'm saying and entertain a new idea or viewpoint, okay? Because your brain is going to do what it's already done earlier in this episode. It's going to instantly start discrediting everything I'm saying and everything your brain is saying, the thoughts that will be flying through your head are going to seem 100% legit and you'll want to just instantly, you know, shut me and my argument down. And my friend, that's exactly what this whole episode is about, you must shut that part of your brain up and just listen and just say, you know what? Open-minded. I'm just going to listen and entertain a different perspective. Okay? You ready? Here we go. So maybe someone, maybe you have the belief that losing weight is hard. Man, losing weight is just so hard. Why does it have to be so hard? Well, hold on. Is losing weight really hard? Or have you just taken really tough approaches in the past? Have you only done really restrictive diets and grueling, super intense workouts? Maybe you've only done those because you thought it had to be that way. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe, just maybe, losing weight can be easier than you think. You just need a different approach that doesn't make you miserable. Maybe you have the belief that to lose weight, you have to be perfect. God, I just have to eat perfect if I want to lose weight. Well, first of all, what does perfect even mean? <laughs> like, who defines it, right? Do you have to eat perfect according to keto or according to that six-week weight loss challenge or according to Whole30 or what? Like, I mean, what is perfect? Who defines that? And have you ever tried to lose weight by just eating good enough and not even trying to be perfect? <gasps> That's a novel concept, isn't it? Have you ever even tried this? If not, then how do you know it doesn't work? Maybe 
just maybe you can lose weight without being perfect, without forcing yourself to eat perfectly all the time. But you wouldn't know because you've always been all or nothing and you've never even tried a middle ground type of approach. Maybe you think that you have no discipline. Maybe that's the belief that's bouncing around in your head. I have no discipline. I just have no self-control, no willpower. You don't? Really? So you have no discipline with anything in life. Do you get up and go to work every day? Hmm. Do you wake up in the middle of the night uh, to take care of your children? Or did you when you had children at home? Did you wake up in the middle of the night if they needed you? Hmm. Interesting. When you fly on an airplane... Do you remain in your seat, even though sometimes it's just super uncomfortable and you want to get up? Yeah. So, you know, maybe, just maybe, you have a lot more discipline than you think. It's just easier to say that you have no discipline or no willpower when it comes to losing weight because it gives you an easy excuse. If you have no discipline, then there's nothing to keep you from eating that cookie. If you have no willpower, then there's no reason to continue. Just quit because you have no willpower. Hmm. Interesting, huh? (laughs) Maybe that's not your belief. Maybe you have a different belief and you think, you know, even if I'm doing good right now, I always screw up. Guys, I see this one so much. It doesn't matter how good I'm doing today. It doesn't matter how good I've done this week. It's just a matter of time I'm going to screw up. Listen, the fact that this thought is in your head makes it absolutely certain that you're going to screw up (laughs) because your brain wants to prove you right. I mean, the belief itself is assurance that you'll mess up. Well, it doesn't matter how good I'm doing right now. I always screw up. Always means always. You're going to screw up. Okay, so you say you're always going to screw up. Your brain says, gotcha. Okay, we're just going to start immediately looking for a way to screw up or the best time to screw up. And boom, you messed up. And then you think it's just the end of the road. And guess what? Here's the thing that your brain never wants to point out. Everyone screws up. The only reason you're having this thought in the first place is because you have one of the other beliefs that I mentioned earlier. You think you have to be perfect to lose weight. You're all or nothing. So there's no middle ground. You're either doing it right, a.k.a. perfect, or you're screwing up. There's nothing in between. There's no balance. What if screwing up is just part of the process? What if it's just a part of the process of losing weight and we don't beat ourselves up about it? Maybe, just maybe, you're doing good right now and you can keep doing good even though you might slip up a little bit here or there. Man, that would be liberating and freeing, wouldn't it? But maybe for you, it's it's something different. Maybe the thought and the belief is, I've been overweight my whole life. Corey, it's just who I am. My entire family is overweight. I'm just going to always be overweight. Hey, guess what? Most of my family is overweight too. (gasps) What? Are you kidding me, Corey? No, I'm not kidding. I'm totally serious. (laughs) Do your genetics play a role in your body and what you weigh? Yes, absolutely they do. But do your genetics totally determine what you will weigh and what your body will look like? Absolutely not. And being overweight in the past, that has no, no bearing on your future. It has nothing to do with your future. Your past does not determine your future. You determine your future with the actions that you take or don't take right now in your present. As soon as you can let go of your family genetics in your past, as soon as you can let go of those two things as reasons that you're overweight and take ownership of your body and your health, the sooner you will be unchained. 
It's lit- when you have this thought, when you have this belief, it's literally like being a slave. You're a slave to your past, and you're a slave to your family genetics. So the sooner you can let go of those things, you take the chains off, you will be empowered and finally, finally be able to take steps and actually lose weight and change your life and change your family tree. One of my clients recently told me an amazing story. He's lost over 100 pounds. And he said, you know, Corey, like, this is for me, but man, it's just as much for my kids. He said, when I look back into my family, everyone's overweight. My mom, my dad, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, everyone is overweight. He said, I don't want my kids to just see that and just think that's life. He said, I'm trying to change a generational trend. I want my kids to see me active, to see me healthy, and to learn that from me so that they don't have the same experience that I did growing up and we can change the family tree. Oh, that's amazing, isn't it? Guys, you don't have to be what your family is. You don't have to be what you think your genetics are. (sighs) Okay, oh my gosh. (laughs) I could go on and on and on with these beliefs and chopping them down like trees. But let's just do one more. Let's do one more. Here we go. So, you know, man, I, I, I just can't do what I need to do to lose weight because of my bad back or bad knees or arthritis or I'm too busy or I don't have enough time. Okay. Okay. But what if all the stuff that you think you need to do to lose weight isn't right? What if you can lose weight doing less than that? What if you can lose weight doing less than what you think you have to do? What if you can lose weight without a ton of crazy exercise? What if you can lose weight without devoting an hour per day to cardio? What if you don't have to meal prep for two hours every day? What if you don't have to do it all at once and change your entire life on Monday? If that were true, then maybe, just maybe, you have time to make some small changes. Maybe, just maybe, you can do step-by-step stuff step-by-step changes that don't require you to do a bunch of back-breaking exercise and you can lose weight by practicing something simpler and taking the middle ground. Like I said earlier, guys, I could go on all day long. I love this stuff, but <laughs> but here's the bottom line. I want to try to wrap this up before I, this turns into a Joe Rogan three-hour podcast episode. Here's the bottom line. You will become what you believe, and you choose what you believe. And your beliefs are not facts. They are your interpretation of yourself and the world and things that have happened in the past. I have a family member who was bitten by an aggressive dog when she was really young. Now she's in her 60s, and she is still scared to death of dogs. She has a tremendous fear of dogs. She believes that dogs are mean, and at any moment, they will snap and bite her. (laughs) This is probably an absolutely ludicrous thought for you, right? I mean, you might have a dog, or you've had a dog in the past, and they're so sweet, and you love them like crazy, and you you can't imagine, you know, your dog biting anyone. I mean, how in the world could anyone believe that all dogs are mean and will bite you? Exactly. (laughs) Now you see my point. All dogs aren't mean, and you don't have to be perfect to lose weight, and you don't have to do keto to lose weight, and you can lose weight even if you have a bad back or achy knees, and you have way more discipline than you think you do. You're just not looking in the right places, and the list goes on and on and on. 
But these new awesome beliefs that will liberate you and lead you to success, these beliefs don't just magically happen. You must, just real quick, three steps to kind of condense all of this down and bring it together. You must, number one, stop. Stop passively thinking. Stop letting your brain's automatic software constantly reinforce everything that you've always believed because it doesn't have to be true. Number one, stop. Number two, question. You must have the courage because it takes courage, my friends. You must have the courage to question what you've always believed and thought was true about you and your situation and your life. And then number three, look. Look for evidence that contradicts what you've always believed and supports the new thought or the new belief that will help you move in a positive direction. Number one, stop. Stop passively thinking. Number two, question. Question what you've always believed. Number three, look. Look for evidence that contradicts what you've always believed and supports the new thought and the new belief that you want to have. It's pretty simple, but I won't lie, it's not always real easy. But the really cool part, once you've had some practice, once you've put it into play and you've done this, it'll be like your blinders have been taken off. Like you can see, oh my gosh, so much better. You'll see things in your life and in even in other people's lives so clearly. It's like, oh my gosh, I can I can see the truth now. Like <laughs> this is amazing. Ah, okay, my friends, let's wrap it up. I hope this has been helpful. If it was helpful and you enjoyed this episode and you haven't signed up for my free Catalyst program, you are missing out in Catalyst. We kind of pick up right where this episode leaves off. I actually explain a lot of the false beliefs that are probably bouncing around in your head, the weight loss lies that the diet industry and social media teaches you. And then I take you behind the scenes of what I do in my inner circle coaching group and explain the three foundational steps that I teach my clients so they can overcome their limiting beliefs and achieve real life, long-term sustainable weight loss, like results that last. Again, Catalyst is 100% free and it's 100% ready. So you can binge listen as soon as you sign up. You can find it uh, in the show notes of this episode or you can go to my website, CoreyLittleCoaching.com and I think it's at the bottom of the homepage there. And that is a wrap. But let's finish things up like we always do. Remember, don't you ever forget that there's so much more to you than what you weigh. And losing weight, man, it's great and I love it. But it's really all about gaining life because true weight loss success is about living the life you've always wanted to. And I know you can do it. You may have some crappy beliefs that are holding you back, but it's okay. I know you can do it. I know you can be successful with weight loss. And here's the kicker. If you keep listening to this podcast, I'll convince you that you can do it too. (laughs) Take care of yourself, my friends. Thank you so much for your time today. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye.